For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. going on y'all welcome into another episode of believe in kentucky late friday slash into the weekend episode with quite a few things going on hope everybody's doing all right i hope everybody's going into the weekend and uh, hope it turns out to be a good one for y'all welcome into another episode of believe in kentucky like i said you can always get each and every episode at Believe.com. Go straight to the website. Wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you choose to, to listen to them or consume them, uh, feel free to give a rating, put how many stars you want to give, what you think of the podcast, put a comment, tell your friends about it, all that good stuff. We would definitely appreciate it. You can follow at Believe in Kentucky on Twitter and TikTok, uh, Instagram. Follow me if you like at Vinny Hardy. Got quite a few things happening on this Friday evening. Uh, second day of the NFL draft. And you heard a lot of cats get their names called. I actually heard three. Uh, Former Kentucky football players had their names called, and that was that was cool to see. You had number forty-three, uh, the New York Giants were on the clock. They selected Wondell Robinson. Uh, cool to see Wondell there with his family. The video uh, getting the call that he's going to be a Giant. So that is awesome with the forty-third pick, and got selected ahead of. John Mechie from Alabama. So we talked about how Kentucky got banged for their book out of the transfer portal. One day initially, of course, went to Nebraska out of high school and didn't work out as like he thought there as far as how he would be used. Comes back home to Kentucky, uh, plays a year under Liam Cohen, uh, Kentucky's offense wasn't what he was wanting to be in initially. Um, There's no fault of his own. It's no fault of anybody's really. You know, Eddie Grant and Darren Henshaw did what they had to do to put up points and get wins for Kentucky. And, of course, they they never really had a, a true number one quarterback half the time. A lot of times dealing with injuries to the starting quarterback and they kind of had to adjust on the fly and, they did that well. We remember the Lynn Bowden season. That's kind of uh, thinking on your feet as far as that goes. 
but ends up working out well for Wandale to come back, catches over 100 passes, um, was the main focus in the passing game. Uh, Josh Ali was hurt, so Wandale uh, received a lot of attention from opposing defenses, but still was able to go out there and produce you know, tough as nails, uh, took some licks, kept on ticking, literally, and now he will take his talents to the New York Giants. Congratulations to Wondell. Uh, personally, as a Cowboys fan, I hate to see that my team will have to deal with Wondell twice a year, but I couldn't be happier for him uh, because you know he's going to go in there uh, ready to put in the work after finally learning where he's going to go. Uh, now he can go and make an impact for the New York football giants didn't take long for the second Kentucky Wildcat to have their name called it was the 46th pick the Detroit Lions selected Josh Paschal and again BBN couldn't be happier for this young man everything that he has been through well, missed an entire season um, due to the cancer in his foot <clears throat> y'all remember back when when that happened remember when uh, coach stoops kind of uh, in the summer announced that that Pasco was dealing with with his issue with the cancer and coach schlarman uh, who eventually passed away both of those guys were battling cancer both of those guys leaned on each other Pasco talked about going with uh, dealing with what he was dealing with and how Schlarman was talking about, you know, lifting him up and asking, hey, how are you doing? And we know what Coach Schlarman was dealing with, both of those guys going through those terrible situations at the same time. For Josh to be able to come back and uh, deal with all of that off the field, and we, we saw how he played each and every time. Um, this last Florida game at home, how instrumental he was in that. Um, just undersized, but making play after play after play. Uh, relentless, his motor, all those cliche type things that you hear, but that's really how Josh Paschal was his entire career. So Detroit is going to be getting that grit and toughness uh, that's a blue-collar type town. So they're bolstering their defense. They get the Aiden Hutchinson kid from Michigan. And then you get Pasco as well. Both of those guys uh, <laughs> are, are are nonstop. They're going to go in and learn and, and work. And, you know, Detroit's getting two good ones. But, you know, from Kentucky's perspective, definitely uh, couldn't be happier for Josh Pasco as he moves on to the Lions. The third Kentucky player taken uh, was Luke Fortner, number 65 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you know, the, the legend, Tony Baselli comes out, offensive tackle for them. He's the one that has the announcement for that pick and calls Luke Fortner's name. And, of course, the 65th pick in the draft, uh, BBN immediately you know, makes the connection. That was, of course, John Schlarman's number. We just talked about Coach Schlarman. Um, 
how instrumental he was to Kentucky before passing away with cancer, but no doubt how instrumental he was in the career and development of Luke Fortner. And Fortner really embodied Slarman, and so congratulations to him. Uh, played forever. Uh, we talked with Christy Thomas from BBN Tonight. You had her line on the show going into last season. And she said, you know, Luke Fortner's back for his bicentennial season at Kentucky. So he was kind of the, quote unquote, one of the old guys on the team. If you had a granddad kind of like a la Kellen Grady, Luke Fortner could have fit that role. You know, got to be around forever, seen it all, done it all. Uh, versatile, played in multiple positions. So that will serve him well in the NFL. Uh, and Jacksonville is getting a good one. Josh Allen, former UK defensive end, one of the greatest players to play at Kentucky. I already tweeting out how he's uh, excited to be able to play with Luke Fortner again. So congratulations to Luke Fortner. Congratulations to Wandale Robinson, Josh Pascal, and Luke Fortner. Um, couple tweets about that. You know, Corey Price, who um, is just, look, every single stat, this, the, the research this dude does is ridiculous. I've had him on my other podcast, Cat Start Wednesday. As soon as any Kentucky sporting event is over, you can just see <laughs> Corey's stats and just a unique perspective and how much knowledge he has. But, you know, he tweeted out right after Fortner got selected by Jacksonville. Uh, UK football has three players selected within the first 65 picks of the NFL draft for the first time since 1966. Unbelievable. Corey had that stat ready to roll. Had to go back over 55 years to find a time when Kentucky had three players taken in the first 65 picks of the NFL draft, and we just witnessed that again uh, last night. So congratulations to all those guys. Peter Burns from um, the SEC Network had a similar stat. Uh, let me see. Yeah, and just kind of some praise for, for Mark Stoops and, and company. Uh, through the first 65 picks, UK football has had more players drafted than the following teams. Ohio State, Clemson, Florida, USC, Texas and Oklahoma. Well, Mark Stoops continues to be one of the best coaches in developing talent. And that's true. And that's the slogan, recruit and develop. From Stoops to Vince Mara on down. It's kind of their mantra. Um, they're getting more talented players, but they're still getting you know, the three stars and, and developing those guys. And <laughs> we just mentioned Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen. What better uh, example? Uh, you know, two-star Nobody's looking at him uh, like Monmouth and they go and get him and develop him into a top 10 draft pick. And they've, they've continued to do that. So congratulations to uh, all the UK football players who were drafted uh, Friday night. Head on into the weekend, head on into Saturday. Uh, Darren Kennard did not hear his name called. A lot of people thought he would. And th this is why, look, I'm... <laughs> Love college football. I love the NFL. Uh, love to see what the Cats do. Love to see what my Dallas Cowboys and, and Jerry Jones try to do 
each and every season. So I was, of course, seeing what the Cowboys were going to do. But I don't, you know, the lead up to the draft, I'm not making a board. I'm not doing this and that. I don't know every single player going. I'm just kind of casual with it. I, I pop in and see where the Kentucky players are going. Pop in and see where what the Cowboys have done. Um, because you you don't know what's going to happen. Who's going to rise? Who's going to fall? Who's going to do this? Who's going to trade up? Who's going to trade down? You just don't know. Uh, and a lot of people did think Darren Kennard would have heard his name called on Friday. So surprising to a lot of people that that did not happen. Uh, so he will be selected on Saturday as we're talking from Friday going into Saturday. Um, see where Darren Kennard ends up. Yusuf Corker. Maybe some guys get some free agent deals as well. So we'll still see a lot of Kentucky players again going to uh, a lot of different NFL teams. And that's just, once again, stuff that we're, we're getting used to again. Um, on the basketball side, you're always used to, you know, cow rumors that maybe he's going somewhere or maybe this team wants him, things of that nature. On the football side, now we're getting used to a lot of guys in the draft. A lot of teams wanting Kentucky coaches because they're you know, consistently good in football now. We're still maybe kind of wrapping our heads around that, but that is the case. If a schedule lays out to where Kentucky's going to have another good season, going to have another good team, they're going to be right there uh, in the respectability department, going to a good bowl game. It's all setting up for... Uh, all those things to fall into place again. So we're we're definitely here for it, and it's it's cool being consistently good in football. Um, on the basketball side, we did have some more movement as well. Um, we started to see guys stay and see guys go. It's that time of year. You know, we talked about that last week with Oscar Chibway coming back. And you know, Shaden Sharp deciding to move on for all intents and purposes. You know, slim chance that he does return. He still kept his eligibility open, but you know, once he hears the good news, he's probably going to be moving on to the NBA. Keon Brooks uh, also had the NFL draft stuff going on, and Keon Brooks uh, put his name in the transfer portal. Uh, so he'll be playing somewhere else next season. And you know, you got to wish Keon the best. He was kind of a lightning rod for some fans um, to to be blamed, to be criticized for things, sometimes maybe uh, too much to an extent. You, you know, maybe not consistent from time to time. There's times where he's really balling. There's times where he kind of disappear. That happens with a lot of players, um, a lot of People would be upset that he was shooting threes or you know, or shooting a long two. Um, so the analytic crowd, you know, he kind of received a lot of heat for this and a lot of heat for that. Um, you can't forget his his game against Kansas. You know, he dropped twenty seven on Kansas when when things were rolling. That would probably be um, one of the things that you remember when you think back on Keon's time at Kentucky. He has 27 on Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse. The wraparound pass where he was double teamed, uh, 
catching the lob on that alley-oop where he was, you know, looking at the rim. Um, the play also, uh, like the dunk against Vanderbilt, where he was incorrectly called for a charge, where he caught a body, uh, but didn't get credit for it in the stat sheet. So there were some moments, there were some highlights. Um, maybe he you know, wasn't a superstar like a lot of people thought or hoped or whatever. It didn't play out that way, but uh, congratulations to him. Uh, hope he finds a place where he wants to be and wish him the best moving on. Um, and enjoyed him while he was here. He was a good dude. Um, and now he's looking to, and you kind of heard maybe that, what was it last year? Everybody thought he was going to go to Indiana since he's from Indianapolis and thought he might go up there and, and link up with Mike Woodson. Comes back and plays last year. Um, but now he's decided to, to move on this year. So I uh, wish him all the best as he continues his career at a different spot. Um, another person <laughs> that was involved in UK basketball continuing his career at another spot, and that's going to be Jay Lucas, uh, assistant coach who just came to Kentucky from Texas a couple years ago. He's now going to be moving on to uh, be an assistant for Duke and John Shire. Uh, that also came out, I guess, officially yesterday. We already saw Cal tweet about it yesterday. I fully support what Coach Luke, Coach J. Luke, uh, fully support him doing what he thinks is best for his family. Yesterday, Jay informed me he was taking a promotion at another school. I asked where, and he told me Duke. He expected me to be mad. I support what he thinks is best for his family. He's been loyal, terrific on the road, and great for our players. And I want what's best for him, so I'm good with it. I'm not surprised that there was interest in Jay because there's always interest in our staff. This year, all of our assistants have been approached about other opportunities when you have a great staff, that's what happens. So that was Cal's statement with um, the news of Jay Lucas going to Durham to uh, be on John Shire's staff. And it's not really anything else that you can say. It's, even if you don't feel that way, if, what do you do if you don't? You know, wish him well, support him. Um, I think it was Justin Rowland pointing out on Twitter, kind of carefully worded. Uh, I support him, fully support him doing what he thinks is best for his family. So even if you may not agree with it, or even if you wish he hadn't have done it, support him doing what he thinks is best for him and his family and say that you're good with it. So that's what he did. So Jay Lucas is headed to Duke now. So had a lot going on on Friday heading into Saturday. It's going to be a lot still happening on Saturday as well. Um, like how Freddie Maggard kind of took that tweet uh, and and spun it to to praise Vince Marrow for, for staying. You know, he said you got, you got Jay Lucas who uh, makes a lateral move to a rival school and has been in uh, the development, the recruitment of all these players that we're seeing drafted in the NFL now that have come to play football for Kentucky. 
Uh, and that's absolutely the case. The big dog uh, has has been there, has done so much everywhere you uh, put him. Everything he does, he, he's, he's been beneficial. Whatever area he's recruiting, whatever players he's recruited, uh, with Dane Key coming in now is another example. Uh, so it's just you know, big big dog has definitely had a huge impact for Kentucky, and he's worth all the raises that he has got. So uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, we'll continue to talk about it and see how it plays out. And uh, so we look to see if the other guys get their names called throughout the rest of the weekend. That'll be cool as well. Uh, appreciate everybody that's taking the time to tune in. Got some guests coming on the way as well. Uh, appreciate y'all listening and, and telling your friends about the podcast. Also tell your friends about our guys at La Terrain, Dave and Ben. Y'all already know they make great timepieces, great accessories for men and for ladies. Go to LaTorrain.com. We had Dave on this podcast to talk about it as well. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com, LaTorrain.com. Ask any question you got in the chat. He will answer any question you send him in the chat. You can make an informed purchase. You can make a great decision about what type of watch you want to get. Uh, Atlas, Forger, Red Crest, Subnautica. So many different styles, so many different types of watches. Whatever you're going for, whatever look you want to go for, they've got it. Whether you want to be formal, you want to be casual, you know, they've got you covered at La Terrain. We appreciate them supporting Believe in Kentucky. Always tell them, hey, listen to Believe in Kentucky podcast. We're talking about you guys on here. I'm going to come to the site and need to get a good watch. And so here I am to make a purchase. So definitely appreciate everybody at La Terrain. Appreciate y'all listening. And we will holler at y'all later on. This has been another episode of Believe in Kentucky. Everybody take care, and we'll holler at you later. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done